1: show on News Talk 710 KNUS in Denver, AM 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer in Colorado Springs. Mike, I thought you were in Mexico. I am in Mexico. If you listen closely, you can hear the sound of the surf pounding as I walk down the beach joined by 52 wonderful people, including Craig and Patty and Carrie and Carol and Mike and Angie and Jose and Mimi from the Trestles restaurant, and Bob and Barbara Rustack from Dickie's Barbecue. So I'm not going to stay with you this whole hour. I'm going to turn it over to Luis Gonzalez here, who did a very nice job, I'm sure, the first hour. But for those of you just getting out of breakfast, just getting out of church, just getting out of bed, I wanted to bring you greetings. From 82, sunny and clear, Cancun, Mexico. I've got another trip, March 7th to the 14th. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com. One of the things that I did down here is that I brought almost 400 pounds of baseball gear. This is a guy that has traveled all over the world with a carry-on, but when we bring that baseball equipment, we went to two different places, Bacalar on the Yucatan Peninsula in Kitana Roo on Friday. Yesterday I was up in the Yucatan, state of Yucatan, at a place called Bukzotz, and uh, we distributed this baseball equipment, and I would be remiss if I didn't call in and thank every single one of you that has donated bats, balls, gloves, catcher's gear we brought sliding pads to put on the legs because these courses these fields are very rocky very rough and you know what they have so little equipment they didn't even know what they are we showed them how to wear them and what a difference we are making but let me turn it over to lewis gonzalez lewis thank you thank you thank you for filling in for me today, I sure appreciate it.
2: Oh, absolutely no problem, Mike. I'm pretty sure people were uh, people out there who were pleasantly surprised to hear your voice open up the show. It's like, wait a minute, <laughs> what happened to the uh, the the other guy? But uh, well, no-
1: I'm sure that you're enjoying yourself, folks. Lewis is a longtime rock jock, and uh, he's come to work for us at Salem Broadcasting, which, of course, is conservative talk. So uh, we figured. What better place to try this guy out than the Mike Boyle restaurant show? Let's just throw him right into the deep end and see what he's got. If you, are you having fun, Lewis?
2: Well, I'm absolutely having a lot of fun. Uh, we were talking about the uh, egg price increase, uh, talking about uh, New Year's resolutions, and uh, right now we're on a topic of struggle meals. Uh, what meals would you concoct when there simply just wasn't enough money to buy any good things? So you'd go into your pantry, you'd go into your fridge and uh, see what's in there. And, well, what, to- what, what sort of is- things can we come up with?
1: Well, what I would do is, if my pantry was empty, I'm a bachelor, so it usually is, I would get on a plane, and I would fly to an all-inclusive resort in Mexico where we don't give a rat's butt about the price of eggs. (laughs) We're Coming up on a break, I'm going to hold through the break. I want to say hello to a couple people, but thanks for filling in. Mike Boyle, coming to you from Canada. It's
3: it all inclusive down in Cancun. I couldn't get my all right, money. Welcome back, back to the so
1: Mike Moore restaurant show. It is Saturday, January 15th. Yes, I am live in Cancun, Mexico. We came down for one week. What did I say? <laughs> oh, <clears throat> sorry. You know what? Time moves slow down here in Mexico. Um, it is Sunday, January 15th. I beg your pardon. Uh, Maybe you can hear the waves lapping on the shore as I come to you. I want to thank Luis Gonzalez for filling in for me. And, you know, I got thinking, maybe what we ought to do is let you introduce yourself to Luis Live on the Air. So I think I am going to provide a couple of nice gift certificates. And if you've called in recently, if you've won something recently, That doesn't matter because we're going to talk with Luis Gonzalez a little bit about the price of eggs, New Year's resolutions, and whatever else he feels like talking about. If you are not on this trip like the other 52 people with me, yep, 52 people, um, maybe you might want to call him and tell him how much fun I am to travel with. Got another trip coming up March 7th to the 14th to the Pacific side. But uh, you can give them a call at 303 696 And let's do this. Since I have Jose and Mimi from Trestles Coastal Cuisine with me, we'll give a $50 gift certificate. And we'll give away a second gift certificate for $25 to Grinelli's Pizza in Castle Rock because Mike and Angie are with me as well. So um Also want to remind you that I'll be back on Tuesday, on Wednesday. We have the Restaurant Show Book Club at the View House Restaurant, 1 o'clock until 2.30. We are going to have a virtual visit with Pemba Sherpa, who I interviewed yesterday. Fascinating guy, very successful restaurateur in Boulder has a wonderful book out, a wonderful history. He's got a nice chai tea. So that will be going on this Wednesday. Lewis, thank you again for filling in. I really appreciate it. Um how does that sound? If we give away a fifty dollar gift certificate to Trestles Coastal Cuisine, that's convenient for everybody up and down the front range. And we'll also give away a twenty-five dollar gift certificate to a different caller for Grinnelli's Pizza and Castle Rock. Is that all right with you, buddy? Are you willing to take some calls and talk to a few people?
2: Oh, that sounds absolutely fine. Thank you so much for that uh, incredible gift that you're bestowing upon the listeners of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show.
1: Well, you go ahead and have a wonderful time. Um, it's 1 o'clock down here. It's a little after 1 o'clock, two-hour time difference. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that listeners know That the impact that we have had, I started this last February when I brought a group, we did some baseball equipment distribution down here. I came back in May, we found another place, it ramped up a little bit. This is the third time, of course, I've taken baseball equipment to the Dominican Republic for close to 20 years. But I'm just going to tell you something, I was gone 15, almost 16 hours on Friday down to an area called Bacalar, which is way down the coast. I'm talking about past Puerto Morales, past Playa del Carmen, past Tulum, almost to Chetamal, which is the capital of the Quintana state that I am in, Quintana Roo, and almost to the Belize border, the mayor came out. Radio Bacalar came out, and we've got some equipment into the hands of those kids. Yesterday, I was gone almost 14 hours up to the state of Yucatan, which is the state above Quintana Roo, and we went to a Mayan village. Very poor, very nice people. They brought teams from two other villages, and if folks follow me on Facebook, They will see some wonderful pictures. When I get back, I will post a nice blog with some pictures. But it was the listeners of the restaurant show that make it possible. I'm the facilitator. I'm the guy that delivers the stuff. But listeners, you are the ones that have made this impact for years in the Dominican Republic and are now making an impact in the country of mexico as they try to, to expand their youth baseball program so anyway lewis thanks for letting me uh thanks for letting me uh usurp some of your time i really appreciate it
2: absolutely it's no problem uh well mike uh, have yourself a wonderful time down there and i'm sure that all the listeners can't wait for you to uh, get back on the air next week
1: Well, bless their heart. Thank you, and thank you so much for filling in. Kelly Michaels, Director of Operations, thanks for coming in. And uh, if you want to give Lewis a call, 50 bucks to Trestles Coastal Cuisine. Another prize for a second listener, separate listener, will be Granelli's Pizza, 303-696-1971. Lewis, take it away, buddy. i got to go back to the beach.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> well meanwhile, while uh, Mike enjoys that 86-degree uh, weather down there, and I'm not quite sure about the numbers, uh, it's uh, 41 degrees right here in Denver, mostly cloudy today. And uh, unfortunately, uh, on Tuesday evening uh, to Wednesday afternoon, we're looking at the uh, three to six inches of snow. Hopefully that'll change. But, uh, then again, this is Denver and, uh, well, we are nowhere close to where Mr. Mike Boyle is, unfortunately. (laughs) So I was talking about struggle meals before and, uh, Looking at the texts, uh, the uh, Mr. or Mrs. Texter who uh, texted in talking about scrambled eggs with white rice mixed in says that they did use ketchup and Tabasco, and apparently they would actually get 12 eggs a week. They're the person who previously said that they get eggs once a month now, so obviously it's really uh, hitting us in the pocket, so... Call me up. I'd like to hear more on perhaps your struggle meals. 303 696 1971. This is the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Luis Gonzalez filling in. Mike Boyle, restaurant show, Luis Gonzalez filling in on News Talk 710, KNUS, and also AM 1460 in Colorado Springs. So we were talking about egg price increases and how it's affecting people here living in Denver, in Aurora, in Colorado Springs. How has it hit your wallet? I've got, uh, I had a text uh, that said that uh, they only buy eggs once a month now as opposed to weekly, like they used to before. And we're also talking about struggle meals. Struggle meals are also called desperation dinners. They're called sad snacks. And uh, these are the things that one puts together when, well, you know, the, the wallet is feeling a little light and uh, you can't quite make it out to your local supermarket or deli. Well, I'm thinking about New York here. Who who really goes to a deli here in Denver? And uh, they're thinking about, well, I can't quite get this, so maybe I'll just uh, create whatever I have available. And uh, we actually have a caller. Uh, It's uh, Donald from Littleton on the line, and he wants to talk about his struggle meal. How's it going, Donald? You're on the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for calling.
4: Yeah, so I grew up, um, I'm the oldest of seven children, and uh, at times uh, my dad was laid off. Uh, He worked in construction uh, back in New England Mm. in the wintertime. Sometimes he got laid off because there wasn't any work with the construction company. So my mom used to um, stretch the budget, and one of the things we had, which I have never eaten since I grew up and I was able to have control over my own menu <laughs> is a uh, rice and milk
2: rice and so, milk
4: yeah boiled the rice okay and then um put cinnamon on it huh and then just and then and then just uh and then just pour some milk in there and that was kind of a meal that we had that i've never forgotten hmm. so that was one okay and then there was another one we had which was Talking about eggs, the irony um, in those days, eggs were cheap, but yeah. we would have uh, spam and and scrambled eggs on Italian bread. So we'd have a spam and egg sandwich, and I don't, I haven't eaten spam in uh, thirty or forty years. Again, uh, once I was able to get my own palate, and what I wanted. So well, those are two that come right to mind. I probably have more, but because uh, <laughs> uh, of time. Um, uh, I, can, I can give you another one, but I mean those were two, and those are things I never eat anymore. But it was what we had to do with a big family, and uh, when uh, money was tight, certain right. times.
2: Yeah, I mean seven kids, you really had to uh, stretch out whatever you had. And I, I got to be honest, Donald. Uh, to be uh, so, you haven't had spam in thirty years. It tastes exactly the same. Tastes exactly the same. Uh, doesn't taste yeah. any different uh, from what it did back in the '80s. I got to be honest with you. Um, I know. I, yeah. So so milk and rice. That actually sounds like an Asian dish that I've heard of called uh, Juk, and I think they eat it oh. in Korea. Yeah, yeah. So, it,
4: it, it's kind of filling <laughs> once you if you have a couple bowls of it. But that's yeah. It's just white rice. I don't eat white rice anymore. Okay. but That's what we had. White rice and. Just put some cinnamon on it, mm-hmm. and then uh, put it in, in uh, milk. And now uh, um, I remember having that as a, <laughs> a kid uh, many times. So
2: yeah, totally. Uh, um, yeah, uh, as a struggle meal, I would remember that uh, my mom would cook me a hot dog and boil an egg, and that's the only thing I would eat. And I may have a piece of toast
4: yeah so I never had a hot dog with a boiled egg together but uh, we had many 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 Saturday nights mm-hmm. we had uh, uh, like a, they call them uh back there in New England they're, okay. but they're they're kind of a, a beef Hot dog, and I'd have that with um, hmm. can of uh, Campbell's beans, and interesting. that was uh, that was a, yeah. That, to say the least, that was an interesting meal as well. So, and then a lot of times we didn't have a, enough bread. We didn't have hot dog buns, so we would just get sliced bread and roll a sliced bread around the hot dog, and uh, and that's how we would eat it too.
2: It's it's so. it's it's kind of amazing the all all the all the many meals that one can create with hot dogs. I don't know. It's a fantastic uh a beef substitute for everything, isn't it?
4: Yeah, and one thing I didn't have um is that they have those canned franks or hot dogs and all right. the little ones. I I've never had those. We didn't have <laughs> those when I was a kid, so I can't really talk about that, but it just came to mind when you were saying all the different meals and Combinations you can have With hot dogs That's one also But uh, And I'm not a big Hot dog eater um, Mm -hmm. And I think part of that Is because I ate it So much when I was a kid (laughs) It's funny how When you grow up uh, What happened you know, what you ate as a child um, that has an effect on, you know, what you do or don't want to eat when you get older, so.
2: Yeah, no, totally. Well, listen, thank you so much, Donald, for calling in. So just so you know, you're in the running for the uh, Trestles uh, Coastal, uh, Coastal Cuisine, that that gift card, $50, and also the uh, $25 gift card for Granelli's Pizza. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. <laughs> no problem. All right. Looks like uh, somebody from Denver wants to uh, share one of their struggle meals. We got Dana. Dana, you're on with uh, Lewis. That's me, uh, hosting the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. How is it going? Hi, Lewis. I hope your Sunday's going well. well I would say it's uh, going fairly well so far. Thank you.
3: Hey. So when we were younger um, and didn't have a whole lot of money, my mom would make us. Uh, s- instead of going out to the market to buy ice cream, she'd make snow ice cream. Did snow ice cream.
2: Wow. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, th- did you have some sort of syrup that you would uh, mix in with the uh, snow? Well, how what you go? do? Is
3: it you take a, a bowl of snow, you okay. put a little milk or cream,
4: mm-hmm.
3: a little bit of sugar, okay, a pinch, a pinch of salt, and a tiny bit of vanilla. Vanilla extract, you know, yeah, and it is really good. I I really miss that, and I'd like to I'd like to make it again because you know, to us kids, it just tasted fantastic.
2: Yeah, certainly, uh, you know, when it comes to struggle meals, as we get older, we certainly do remember what we ate as a kid. We, we, we have good memories attached to it, because really, it's all that we had. Uh, you know, we would have loved to have had Cabin Crunch, but, well, maybe the, uh, you know, uh, generic cornflakes that you would buy for like a buck $1.50 uh, would be available, and uh You know, sometimes you kind of want to go to those memories. Uh, For example, I talked about the lone hot dog and the uh, boiled egg that I used to have. Now, when I was alone, I would sometimes uh, make soy sauce scrambled eggs. Terrible. I would never want to eat that again in my life. I I would actually rather go to bed hungry than eat that ever again. But then again, there are some meals that uh, sometimes you would like to kind of go back to and see if they kind of – see if it holds up uh, 30 uh, 30 or 40 years later,
3: right? Well, we're going to get some more snow on Wednesday. Right, we are. Get get your bowl out and a little (laughs) milk, sugar, and vanilla and go at it.
2: Oh, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll probably make a thing of it. So uh, thank you so much, Dana, for calling in. Uh, you are in the running for the $50 gift certificate for Trestle's uh, Coastal Cuisine and uh, the uh, Grinelli's Pizza $25 gift card as well.
3: Thank you so much.
2: No, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, so one person wrote in as their struggle meal, ramen and tuna. My good friend Cade was telling me that uh, this is actually not such a terrible meal. And uh, ramen is great because, really, if you have 89 cents in your pocket to spare, you can buy a pack of ramen, whatever flavor, uh, pork, chicken, beef, and you'll get something. Now, for me, I'm a very hungry man, so usually what I do is I'll get like two packs of ramen, and the two packs of flavor sauce God, that is so much sodium That is so much sodium I am killing myself, folks I've got one foot in the grave already But, well, listen uh, I'm, I'm a growing boy So I have to eat Now, I've actually looked at other people's ideas Of uh, struggle meals Or desperation dinners If you will, sad snacks uh, One person wrote uh, A single cold hot dog Meaning, no bun Just a dog And salsa so a single cold hot dog and salsa. I guess he would just kind of uh, dip it in there, I suppose. That sounds horrible. <laughs> now, uh, somebody wrote uh, milk toast. Now, what's milk toast? So uh, you make the toast, you pour the milk on top of it to make it soggy, and you sprinkle a little sugar. It sounds like, a really, it sounds like really terrible French toast i got to be honest with you. Uh, One person also wrote uh, dried ramen pockets for $0.25. So you mash them up and you eat it like potato chips. And he says, uh, ah, the good old days. And, uh, well, it looks like we got someone else on the line. Melissa from Denver. You're on with me on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. What is uh, your struggle meal?
1: Well, I have two Braunschweiger um, sandwiches, on white bread, and then also um, bologna and potato chip sandwiches.
2: Bologna and potato chip sandwiches. Now I remember. Yes. I, yeah, no, I remember. I used to like uh, put in a pack of potato chips if I was like eating a burger or something like that. wasn't I wasn't really struggling. It was just something that kind of tasted good to me at the time.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. Not well for us when I was a kid. No, but, I mean, it was white bread, Wonder Bread, mm-hmm. mustard, mayonnaise, um, bologna, and yeah, whatever bits best
2: potato chips is. All right, well, Melissa, I'm going to enter uh, you in to uh, get those uh, gift certificates from Trestle's Coastal Cuisine and Grinelli's Pizza. Thank you so much for calling in.
1: Don't forget about the Braunschweiger. Okay. All <laughs> right, okay.
2: <laughs> I'm Luis Gonzalez filling in for Mike Boyle on the Restaurant Show. Uh, we've got more show coming up. Stay tuned. Can't wait to hear from you. 710 KNUS. Yeah.
0: It's late
2: and she's waiting. And I know. Let's get it on. It's the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, a fill in. Guest host, Luis Gonzalez. Uh, Mike is in Mexico this week, and uh God bless him he 's having the time of his life. Uh, we were talking about uh struggle meals, and uh we entered some people into the uh in, in, to get some uh, gift certificates from uh trestle's Quesal cuisine and from granelli's pizza, which are uh two great establishments and uh, I know that Mike has been talking about. A show called Yellowstone. Now, I haven't checked out the show at all, but apparently people love it. And it is or it, what it was created by a guy uh, by the name of uh, Taylor Sheridan, who's also created uh, two prequels to the show, uh, one is which uh, one of which is 1883, and the other is 1923. I haven't checked those shows out either, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not going to watch prequels to uh, a, a show that I haven't watched in the first place. But let me tell you something. I do watch a lot of television, and uh, Taylor Sheridan also created a show called Tulsa King. And uh, this is a show that airs on AMC, and it stars Sylvester Stallone. And... Alrighty, that has my interest peaked. So the premise of the show is this mob boss comes back from prison 25 years later to try and get back in with his uh, mafia family, and they essentially pretty much just banish him to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, uh, well, what can happen in Tulsa, Oklahoma to a mob boss? And so it's been fascinating. It's uh, nine episodes long. I've watched all the episodes so far. And uh, I'm not going to say that uh, Sylvester Stallone turns in a masterful performance, but the man has enough charisma to uh, carry on. Uh, 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 I think I think the show is about 38, uh, no, 32 minutes or something of that sort. So it, it, by the way, shows. Uh, our show, hour-long shows on TV have gotten shorter due to the amount of commercial breaks. So this show it airs for about an hour, but it's really only about 33 or 34 minutes of content. And it used to be around 42 for a 60-minute show. And so, you know, you really don't notice it because I kind of watch it without the commercials. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, I just don't like that. It's like, I want to watch more Sly. I really want to watch him, uh, you know, uh, uh, pull his weight around uh, because the man does a really good job and uh, he plays a character by the name of The General uh, because I believe he was named after Eisenhower. And so, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Sylvester Stallone plays a 75-year-old mafioso who gets in with these locals. Apparently, he pushes himself uh, into a marijuana dispensary. He's like, hey. Hey. You know, I see you making money. How about I uh, make some money for you? Uh, terrible salon impression, but listen, you guys expected it. All right, I'm talking about Sylvester Stallone, so I'm going to do a salon impression. And uh, yeah, so it's actually been really good so far. I got to be honest. And this Taylor Sheridan guy, so he actually co wrote the movie Sicario, which I believe came out around. 2015 or so, and uh, he also received an Oscar nomination for a movie called Hell or High Water with uh, Jeff Bridges, so I, 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 th- I think he won, like, a, a Cowboy of the Year or Cowboy of the Month. Uh, this guy is really entrenched into that cowboy culture. He was actually also an actor on uh, Sons of Anarchy. So, uh, yeah, so the guy has been in the business for a while, and apparently he can really uh, write a good show and write a good movie because uh, everything he releases is critically acclaimed. Now, the interesting thing about, say, an actor uh, of uh, Salone's level is that uh, TV, I would say around 30 or so years ago, that kind of used to be the wasteland. For uh, movie actors, so you would make it big in movies, and then, oh well, you know, perhaps you're not making as much in movies as you used to. You're not, you're not a big uh, a, a box office draw. For example, uh, Burt Reynolds actually starred on a sitcom on CBS. I kind of forgot what the name of the sitcom is now, but. You know, that smoky and Abandoned money that, you know, just wasn't coming in <laughs> as it used to. And, well, he got banished to television. And then, of course, he had a couple of roles, especially a really good one in, uh, what's that movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg, where he played uh, an actor in adult films. I forget the name of it. Now, Boogie Nights. There you go. Um, in fact, I think he may have received an Oscar nomination for that. But so... So now, so so now the landscape is completely different. Where you can actually have these actors, you can have Dustin, uh, you can have Dustin Hoffman actually star in a TV show, and he did actually several years back. And you can have Al Pacino, Al Pacino, in a television series about zombies. That's incredible. He wouldn't even star in a movie about zombies, even though you know zombies are you know a big thing now. Uh so yeah so it's 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 interesting so I you know so now we have we have Netflix we have the HBO Max uh you know which is kind of going away pretty soon and uh we have the Hulu and so you have these actors uh who have uh who have acted in these uh huge uh, big uh, you know box office uh, movies that will you know generate millions upon millions of dollars and somehow they get a break in their filming and their uh, film uh, schedule and they're able to do, wow, uh, you know nine or ten episodes of a series. And it's uh, it's incredible to look at that now because I come from an era where there were only a couple of channels that you used to watch. It was ABC, CBS, NBC. Those were known as the big three. And then in 1987, you got the Fox Network. The Fox Network was interesting because now uh, Fox was uh, trying to... Uh, redefine what a uh, television sitcom was What married with children. And, uh, they had the, uh, Tracy Ullman show, which was a sketch comedy show. That's actually where The Simpsons came from. And so they were trying to say, well, you know, let's not do TV as, as we're used to. Let, let's really try and, uh, you know, let, let's really try and push it further than what it was. Than what it was, and I think they accomplished that absolutely. And then, of course, I had my local channels, and those were the channels where you saw the syndicated programming, and then you would see the original programming on the weekends. So the syndicated, so the syndicated programming would be like uh, nineteen sixty six Batman, or all, all, pretty much all the Sherwood Schwartz shows, like um, uh, the Brady Bunch, or uh, what's what's the other one, Gilligan's Island. So that's usually where I would, watch, I would watch those shows. And then later on, I got uh, cable. And I'm thinking to myself, 99 channels? That is amazing. And, of course, I got satellite later on. 200 channels? That's incredible. And, of course, now, a couple of years later, you go to streaming networks, something that I never thought would be imaginable. I mean, I used to uh, go on the Internet with a 56K modem, and you would hear that terrible you know, sound for 15 minutes. You've got mail. <laughs> and that was your Internet, so... I remember the uh, you know the video that you would receive from these uh, from the internet at that time you would have uh, you would have this uh, application called RealPlayer and terrible quality but you know what you 're receiving free images over the internet it 's amazing and of course, Netflix just completely Uh, Yeah, they just completely uh, blew that up to what it is now. And now we even have uh, free TV streaming channels. So now they're not paid subscription like Netflix, like HBO Max, like Paramount+. Plus. Now you can have uh, 300 channels of whatever. You can have five conservative news channels. You can have a channel dedicated to what you would watch on MTV. If you were a big fan of MTV in 1985, they have a channel dedicated. So it essentially would be like VH1 Now. (laughs) And uh, it's interesting because I'm thinking to myself... God, we are in the age of peak TV. Actually, according to David Landgraf of uh, FX, there were 599 original series in 2022. More choices for TV viewing than ever before between broadcast TV, cable TV, satellite and streaming. So right now, folks, we're at peak television. And my question is, how much TV is too much TV? You know, are we just spending too much time on the couch? Um, you know, sometimes sometimes we even set our schedules to be, well, uh, you know, the new season of this show is coming up and I'm not going to have time for a couple of days, so maybe if you get back to me a week later, perhaps we can actually go outside and, you know, do some fun activities. <laughs> no, there really is just uh, way too much television out there. And I gotta be honest uh, with my appetite, and uh, and that couch. Oh boy, what a terrible combination that is! Uh, so we have uh, so we have Tulsa King, which is a very good show on AMC. It's coming out with the second season pretty soon, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, whatever adventures uh, Sly Stallone and his character has coming up. So. Tell me, folks, what do you think? Are we just living in the age of uh, too much television right now? 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. Yes, Burt Reynolds was in Evening Shade. Thank you so much, Mr. or Mrs. Texter. That's awesome. Yeah, Evening Shade was a show that aired on CBS back around, I'm going to have to say, 91, 92. I'm not sure if it aired before that, but but I know for a fact I was around 9 or 10 years old around that time. And uh, rest in peace, uh, Burt Reynolds, who died uh, several years back, but uh, I do remember his last film was with Lindsay Lohan, and um, that unfortunately didn't quite get anywhere. But I'd love to talk more about this subject. So if you feel like there is just too much television, call up 303 696 1971. This is uh, Luis Gonzalez filling in for Mike Boyle on The Restaurant Show, and uh, we'll be back with more show coming up
1: is mike can you for me if you really want to know She comes here a lot. She just loves to hear the music and dance.
2: coming up at the end of the restaurant show, Luis Gonzalez filling in for Mike Boyle, who is on vacation in Mexico. Uh, We were talking about struggle meals earlier, and uh, those are the uh, mixes of food that uh, one creates when they don't quite have enough money to go out to uh, supermarkets and uh, buy some actual good food, buy some things that Actually blend well together, so we just think, uh, well, maybe if I try this and maybe a little bit of that. My friend Cade was talking to me about uh, rice and ranch dressing, and just mixing it all up. And I'm thinking to myself, that sounds. I'm struggling just hearing that. That sounds absolutely disgusting. Uh, One person on the uh, text wrote, uh, "Pack of ramen, throw the spice packet away, and mix in frozen veggies." That sounds fascinating, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but we also have someone on the line. Tony from Denver wants to talk about a struggle meal. Uh, Tony, uh, you're on with me. Louis Gonzalez, Mike Bull Restaurant Show.
3: Hi, Louis. Uh, you said you were from the East Coast. Where Whereabouts?
2: Uh, Brooklyn, New York.
3: All right. Yeah, I was born in the Bronx.
2: Ah, nice. All right. Fellow uh, New Yorker. So...
3: Yeah. So for me, uh, Italian background. So for me, anything with ketchup.
2: Ooh, really interesting. Uh, name one thing, and then name one meal.
3: Um, take a slice of white bread, mm-hmm. soak it, cover it with ketchup, heat it up, put some uh, any kind of cheese on it.
2: Eat yeah. It. I, no, I mean that's that's, that's interesting. I'm not going to lie. So, l- let me ask you something. How long has it been since you had that?
3: Um probably about 30 years when I was you know, in college, and right. had no money.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Stuff that, uh, yeah, young bachelors would eat when they uh, didn't quite uh, have anything. Because let's be honest, at eighteen, nineteen, we don't uh, really have enough money for anything. And so, I, I think, I think um, young, yeah, I think young males pretty much make up the uh, majority of the uh, the market for uh, top robin.
3: Have you told us uh, what your desperate meal is?
2: Yeah, I used to make uh, soy sauce scrambled eggs. So I used to scramble around uh, four eggs or so, mix some soy sauce in, and just eat that with untoasted white bread. Terrible.
3: Yeah, and uh, on your on your recent topic, uh, yeah, there's a lot of terrible TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, the next season of Succession is coming on, and that will that's a good one. You should put on your list.
2: Succession. Okay, who does that star by the way?
3: Um, I can't remember. He's a very famous actor, but it won the, uh, I think, the Emmy Award oh. for two years in a row the first couple
2: seasons. Oh, okay. All right. So it's got to be entertaining at least. All right. I'll definitely uh, put that on my list. All right, Tony. So I'm going to put you in the uh, running for the uh, gift certificates for Trestles, Cozal Cuisine, and Grimelli's Pizza. Sound good? Uh,
3: no need to do so. Oh. I'm in Denver, and I... I, I I wouldn't drive that far.
2: From- okay, all right. Absolutely no problem. Well, thank you so much, Tony, for calling in. And so, yeah, the subject of uh, struggle meals, a very interesting one, because, you know, it's really something that, I mean, for the most part, if we didn't grow up in households that made, I don't know, 600000 a year, we all struggled at one point or another. And even if we didn't as kids, well, we certainly did it as adults. Because, uh, you know, we're really not out there making, uh, you know, million-dollar money our first time out, uh, our first job. So, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, one other struggle meal was, uh, like I said, uh, I used to fry up some Vienna sausages, mix that with eggs. God, I just love eggs so much. I'm mentioning eggs so often. And, unfortunately, I'm going to have to try some of these um, these egg substitutes like... Uh, 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 Half cup of a mashed banana for like muffins and cakes, and apparently it leaves a hint of flavor and increases the sweetness. Uh, a quarter of a cup of soy yogurt for muffins and cakes. Uh, God, that's fascinating. Uh, that's interesting. A quarter of a cup of uh, applesauce for muffins and brownies, and then one. This is this is an interesting one. One teaspoon of baking soda, one tablespoon of vinegar for brownies. Now I don't actually don't eat too many brownies, but. I thought that's pretty interesting. Um, so I don't know. I might have to try that out. Well, anyway, folks, I got to be honest. It has been very fun being with you. Uh, thanks so much to uh, Mike Boyle for allowing me to uh, guest host uh, this Sunday. It's been fun. He'll be back next week, and I'll be behind a glass for his show. And uh, I would like to thank everybody uh, over here at the 710 KNUS US for uh, just being amazing people. I'm talking Jimmy sengenberger I'm talking George Brockler. I'm talking Stefan Tubbs. Matt Dunn. The Boyle Bros, who uh, I believe they are doing a show later on tonight. So uh, stay tuned for all of that. And so uh, for Mike Boyle, I say to you, I got to go. (laughs) All right, folks, thanks again so much. Louis Gonzalez filling in for Mike Boyle on The Restaurant Show.